1: Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today and you're connected. Also visit the Corvette Today website. It's corvettetodaypodcast.com. And while you're there, make sure you visit the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at corvettetoday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We have over 3,800 members, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. And don't forget about the YouTube channel now for Corvette Today. See all your favorite Corvette Today podcasts now on YouTube. First, I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette Today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 unique design styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvette. It's an awesome value starting at only twenty three eighty eight dollars for a set of four fully forged wheels. And now use the new promo code CT111, that's CT111, and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com, that's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com, with the new promo code CT111 for your $100 discount. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at mid com. Also, a shout-out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette owners from around the world. It's time to get the latest Corvette news and headlines with my buddy Keith Cornett from corvetteblogger.com. Keith is always here every other week, about twice per month. We always keep you up to date on what's happening with America's sports car. Keith, welcome back to the show. Things are heating up in the world of Corvette. Yeah, great to be here,
2: Steve. Thanks for having us again. This is exciting times. We usually say not a lot happens in the dog days of summer here. You know, everybody's kind of looking forward to shows and doing that. But, man, there's been a lot of Corvette news. And I know that we say that every two weeks. But, Steve, man, there's been a lot of Corvette
1: news. (laughs) You're absolutely right, buddy. There is a lot of stuff going on. Let's do as we always do. Let's start out our news section with Corvette production at the Bowling Green Assembly Plant. Yeah, well, so
2: far, so good as we head into August. We're actually a quarter way through 2023 production with 13 weeks under our belt so far. In fact, we've had four solid weeks since the one week July summer vacation and six weeks since the last canceled workday. They've got production going. There's been some ups and downs. There's some days where we've only had like 118 or 119 produced. Our goal is always 184, I think, is what's considered full production. Right. So we've had some dips here and there, but then also we're reaching a VIN count of around 7,500 and we should probably cross around 8,000 this week for the 2023 Corvette Stingray that's excellent the other thing too is we talk about these little dips here and there there are over 120 captured test lead zero sixes that have been built and that count has probably already gone up since we first got that number i know that there was some posting last week of four Z06s on the back of a trailer headed north and these are saleable units these are cars that can be given to dealers after their duty cycle's over and they can be resold as a used corvette so any amount of these cars is significant and the other thing too about these ctf cars is we talked production just before the regular customer production kicked off for the stingray chevy ran a batch of pre-production stingrays and then were able just to basically give these new cars to select dealers who then could do whatever they wanted to outside of their allocation so it was a nice way to give a little bit of a bonus allocation to certain dealers they could do with it what they want they could have it in the showroom so people could see it they could sell it right away some of the owners drove them it was a nice bonus thing so we're going to kind of be watching to see if that might also be happening with the z06 as
1: well man that's 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 a great bonus. I'd love to see one of those. Also, Chevrolet is offering C8Z06 buyers $5,000 in rewards if they don't flip their car in the first 12 months of ownership. This is really kind of a nice incentive. Yeah, we had two
2: solid weeks here of big news coming out of the corporate office about the buying and selling of the 2023 Corvette Z06. Chevrolet said what we're going to do is we're going to offer 500,000 My Chevy Rewards points, which are valued at $5,000. And these can be used on GM finance car payments. You can buy parts and accessories through the Chevrolet Accessories website. You can also use them for service visits to GM dealers. For the person that is definitely keeping their car, this is just a bonus on top of that. Wow, not only do you get America's next greatest sports car, but you get basically $5,000 to spend on it. And that's how I look at it with what General Motors is offering here. But, you know, that's just the first part of it, Steve. We call that the carrot. You know, it always comes back with the carrot. Yes. It's the stick. It's a pretty big stick for those people wanting to sell their Z06s. And as, well as people want to buy a Z06 on the aftermarket right as they go on sale, the stick is that GM will limit Z06 warranty transfers if original buyer sells that car within 12 months. The buyer will also be blacklisted from mm-hmm. purchasing GM in-demand vehicles. You, you won't be able to put a reservation, say, on another hot electric vehicle, maybe a Corvette SUV or an EV sedan that might become coming soon. That's a big thing. And being blacklisted from these future products might be an incentive for somebody to say, oh, hold off on it. These flippers are looking for a big payday immediately. What's going to happen is either two things. Uh, You're going to have these people flip their cars anyways. You're going to have people buy Z06s without a warranty. I'm not sure how that's going to work out for them in the long run. But then also you're going to have these cars a year from now, all these cars that are past that 12-month time period are now going to be hitting the market, and they're going to have their warranties. So you've got these two classes now of these aftermarket cars, some without warranties, some with warranties. The biggest problem with the ordering of the Z06 is not so much the flippers. The flippers fuel it, but it's the dealers that are charging the huge market adjustments. That is really the one thing that GM still hasn't really quite addressed yet. We're just hoping that we're going to see some crazy ways that they enforce their ADM process Which is, I believe, is what they've been talking about in terms of if you've got a car on a dealership. So two cars hit two different dealerships. One's an MSRP. It flips. It sells right away to a, a customer. While you have another one sitting there with a $100,000 market adjustment, it might take a week to sell, but maybe someone comes in and buys it within that week. Well, we're hoping that there's going to be something. We're only talking about a week there in theory, but yet the process was completely different for those two selling dealerships. Hopefully GM can get involved somewhere there. The other thing that really bothers me about this whole, you can't sell your car is it sounds just anti-American that you bought a product, you spent over $100,000 on something and now you can't do with it what you want to do with it.
1: Yeah, I understand.
2: There's been no discussion of hardship cases. We're in a crazy economy, 10% inflation. We've got employers talking about cutting back. We've got more spending bills going through Congress, which may aspirate inflation and raise taxes. So there's a lot of crazy stuff happening out there financially. And you're going to go buy a $100,000 car with a promise that you're not allowed to sell it. You can buy a Ferrari and sell a Ferrari back to its dealership if there's a hardship case there. Chevy wants to play with the big boys, but yet there's still some of these problems processes that the average chevy buyer just seems to be having a hard time accepting and i'm one of them we want to tamp down on the dealers we want to tamp down on these crazy prices but telling a customer what they can do with
1: their car eh. yeah i hear you buddy
2: it's just one of these things where you just want to enjoy the cars we don't want all these other things going on with it actually for the person that's buying a z06 for themselves and is going to enjoy it god love you you know you're going to have a great time with that car hopefully you get it at a good price and then hopefully it provides years of great fun and service to you
1: Definitely. And if you want to, the Z06 order guide is now available for download.
2: Yeah, we've been waiting on this because it does show what's available for order. It shows you what kind of combos you have. So it, it was an important piece of it. We really studied it for a day, but now we're past it. We've moved on. We have that now. We can go back to it, look at it for reference. One of the big things that we talked about, I still don't think we're going to have this in time for the actual ordering, opening up in the order cycles, is the build and price configurator. Mm-hmm. I know people have really been clamoring for that next. I think that's really one of the big things that buyers want to see. But as we discussed, I think that we're going to see... The the real orders open up and the allocations offered before we see the build and price configurator.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. But they could submit orders as of July 27th, but it's kind of a sticky thing because everybody thinks, "Okay, I've got my order in." That's not meaning that GM has accepted the order though, isn't that correct?
2: Yeah, it's kind of like in a big holding box. You'll get a confirmation receipt that it's in that holding box, and that's called Status 1100. For some dealers, they know that these people are going right away in that first allocation. It makes sense to go ahead and preload this stuff. These orders can be changed and updated, but you preload these guys so that when the order allocations actually come together, you're there and you can move them forward. What scares me is that the smaller dealerships, I'm going to load up 10 customers. I might only get three allocations. So you're going to have seven people there saying, but Steve I've got a GM order I'm at 1100 yeah your order's in there but it might not move forward the dealership might not get those allocations the other thing too is when those orders went in there was still no pricing attached to some of that stuff internally right we're hoping it's going to move forward the chatter is that we might finally see allocations maybe this week maybe the following week the actual order cycle opens so I think we're just within these couple weeks here where we're really going to start to see the ordering process move forward for the 06 I hope so buddy
1: and finally, the FBI raided a Chinese owned company that makes aluminum wheels for GM. What's going on with that? Steve. I think people like true crime stories because
2: this has ended up being one of my top five all-time stories ever on the blog. Really? I don't know why. Every morning I woke up and another huge amount of people have read the story. It was going crazy. So the story is that General Motors sources aluminum wheels from this Chinese-owned company that does have a plant in Greenville, Michigan. It's called the Citic Dicastle plant. And they make the aluminum wheels also for the C8 Corvette. However, a Corvette representative told our friends over at Vintage Corvette Forum that the wheels that come for the Corvette are actually made in China and not in the USA at this diecastal plant in Greenville, Michigan. That's supposed to be a good thing, Steve. I don't see that as a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's what I'm told. So the FBI they only issued a statement. They said it was a law enforcement action. No other comments were made. A search warrant was issued, and they seized computers. And a GM spokesperson said, "We are monitoring the situation, but expect no impact to GM vehicle." production very strange stuff there you know there were some employees that have been around and kind of talking about some shady stuff going on at the plant nothing substantial nothing i care to repeat here stuff happened and i guess and then it raised the eyes of the fbi we're still going to watch that it's still interesting you know this company is the world's number one provider of alloy wheels to oem manufacturers so it is kind of a big deal that this did happen we'll see how that impacts if any the making of our corvette wheels
1: well keep us updated on that okay yeah we'll do all right buddy well let's take our first break and when we come back in section number two we'll talk about corvette racing and corvette rumors as a matter of fact our corvette insider from muscle cars and trucks manny katakis is coming back right here on corvette today We all know that wheels make the car. Wheelcraft
0: will help you take your Corvette to new levels. Wheelcraft offers the world's best PVD chrome finish available on the market. Available in bright chrome and black chrome. Wheelcraft nails it in both appearance and durability, and it comes with a five-year warranty against brake dust burns, pitting, peeling, and colored elimination. Wheelcraft is also ISO certified. Whether you're having your wheels refinished or an exchange transaction, there is no core fee, no deposit, and you don't pay for the finished wheels until they are installed on your car. Wheelcraft and Insist on complete satisfaction before you pay hear from one of our customers.
3: I picked up a brochure at the National Corvette Museum, we took delivery of our new C8. I called Wheelcraft, and in 15 minutes, I ordered the new bright ice chrome wheels. Wheelcraft's follow-up and follow-through is superb. The wheels arrived on Sunday, installed on Monday, and cores were returned same day. Wheels are the highest quality I've ever seen, and they look awesome. Great prices, great customer service from initial contact to installation.
0: Thanks, Dennis from Nashville. In many cases, Wheelcraft offers finished wheels on exchange or we'll apply this new finish to your wheels. Either way, Wheelcraft treats your wheels as their own. Visit our website at wheelcraft.com or call us at 833-840-5334. Arrive in style with Wheelcraft.
4: The Radiator Grill Store offers protection for your C8's front radiators and side intakes. They also carry front strut tower covers to prevent rusting and pooling water, all with do-it-yourself installation. Get 10% off your total purchase with promo code CT10. See the full line of products at RadiatorGrillStore.com.
1: When you want to buy a Corvette, or any Chevrolet for that matter, get yours from Hendrick Chevrolet Shawnee Mission, located in Kansas City. Hendrick Chevrolet is the largest Corvette dealership and showroom in the Midwest. With a knowledgeable sales staff and Corvette sales specialists on hand, they'll help you build the Corvette of your dreams, and they ship nationwide. With Corvette-certified master mechanics on site and a huge parts department with over 24,000 parts and $2 million in inventory, Hendrick Chevrolet is well-equipped to take care of your every need From sales to service to collision repair, Hendrick Chevrolet has you covered. Visit ChevyUSA.com or call 913-384-1550.
4: Check out the first Corvette-only auction website at 427stingray.com slash Corvette Today. You can sign up to bid and comment on more than 40 Corvettes every week. That's 427stingray.com slash Corvette Today. Join the community.
2: And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband,
1: Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today the show that talks about everything Corvette, brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels and offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833 833- 8405334. I'm your host Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from corvetteblogger.com. We keep you current and up to date on what's happening with America's sports car. In this second segment, we're going to talk about Corvette racing, Keith. Let's talk about Corvette racing at Road America
2: you know we're actually recording this before the race i just looked at the schedule they're actually racing sunday morning august 7th and the race happens from 11 40 to 220 p.m that's already past us but road america is such a great place for the corvettes it's the, one of the fastest tracks on the imsa schedule and i know that the guys really enjoy racing there hopefully we had a great result there the number nine porsche the plaid one's starting to look like it's running away with the championships and in fact i think corvette racing is still second in the team and the drivers but chevrolet's fall into third in the manufacturers we really could use some really good results here to close out the season and maybe we can move up some in the standings it really does look like the Porsche has got the lock on it so far
1: yeah unfortunately well also this was really cool I saw that Jordan Taylor did a mid-season recap didn't he he did we'll talk about that in a second
2: because this is also about Jordan Taylor and I'm expecting something really big to happen so he's been doing these behind the scenes stuff
1: right? right right
2: What's interesting is that you can start to chart the fact that you will get an update from Jordan Taylor if the team does really well. If the team doesn't do really well at a race, we're probably not going to get an update. I totally get that. You get through the race, you're excited, you're filming some stuff, some behind-the-scenes stuff happening with the team, and then when the race comes, you're just crushed because it doesn't go your way, you know, you're a competitor, and this is the competitive spirit. If you're not first, you're last, right? Right. So some of his updates have been a little lacking, but still funny. So he did this mid-season update, and hopefully people get a chance to see that. Now, the reason why I say that is because at Road America just found out on the Thursday night before the race, instead of Jordan and Antonio going out and getting their rental cars Chevrolet dropped off two Z06s for them to drive. Wow. There's a little bit of a video where Jordan walking in and he picks a rapid blue and then there's another video with Antonio sitting in the black Z06 both of these are Z07 packages he hits the button and starts it up and then he just nods an approval which if you know anything about Antonio that's like him jumping up and down and screaming at the top of his head nodding an approval. Very low key but looked like it was enjoyable. Hopefully we will see an update on Behind the the scenes from Road America with these two Z06s because that's a
1: pretty cool treat. That's a real cool treat. I'd love to do that. That would be awesome. Also, I saw that Dale Jr. took James Hinchcliffe on a ride in a Corvette pace car down an IMS road course.
2: We featured these so on select weekends for the different IndyCar battles that go on. We'll see they'll do a clip where they'll have somebody driving a Stingray pace car around the course with another driver. And sometimes they're joking, sometimes it's very serious. This is a good one. So this is Dale Jr. who he says he's never driven the road course at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. He's driving. Beside him is James Hedgecliffe, who is not quite full time in IndyCar, but is really a popular driver. Right. And so he's kind of giving the ins and outs of where you can really watch them. Curves here, and you jump this curb, and you go wide here. So he's really given Dale some encouragement. Dale was blown away by the car. Loved the car, loved the race course. And in fact, James says that he's never seen a pace car driven that fast on the track. It's a three-minute clip of two professional racers in our sports car just having a good time. Anytime we see stuff like that, I, I just like to feature it because not only do we get the entertainment value out of it, but it's great feedback when you see professional drivers talking about the handling and the cornering of the Corvette and how it does. It's always good stuff, and I really enjoy that.
1: That's really cool. Also, I was really surprised to see that Spring Mountain had a problem. They got covered with a flash flood, and it kind of put Sand and debris all over the track, but they're back open after all that is done and taken care of, right?
2: Yeah, so the Las Vegas area had some huge storms Saturday and Sunday a week ago. There's just no place for that water to run off. It's flat. There's videos from casinos of the roofs, water coming through the roofs. Right. Literally, parking garages turned into raging rivers. It doesn't surprise us that Spring Mountain also got hit and then that water running off the mountains and the higher elevated backcountry just ran right through the track. So they put up a drone and that's the video that we got from them. And just amazing to see these waterways that have opened up it's going right through the property. And not only did it damage the track, it did severe flooding damage to some of the houses around the track, as well as the garages. We saw a video of people cleaning up their garages in the mud, and they all got in there. So it was a real mess. Spring Mountain right now is under renovation with a new course they're working on on that back area behind the residences. They said they're going to have to postpone some of that stuff and make sure that the regular sections of the track are all back. There's a lot of erosion damage that happened. Obviously dirt was pushed from one side of the track to the other. They're going to be busy here for the next few months trying to get that place back together.
1: That's crazy.
2: But the good news is that they are open. If you have any questions, give them a call. Classes are going regularly and any classes that were missed, I think two classes, Classes were missed, those will be made up. That's good.
1: That's good to hear. Also, Keith, we saw that a C8 E-Ray was in Southern Europe and it burned up. Or was it an E-Ray?
2: I'm going to say that it wasn't only because of the response by General Motors. Normally, they don't chime in on this kind of stuff. But the story broke on a Friday, and Monday morning, we had an email in our inbox from Chevrolet saying, essentially, that the car that was described is not what we think it was. And it was an interesting report, too, because this all came out of Europe. What had happened was there was two prototypes that were being tested in southern Europe. They say it's Spain. Supposedly, they were under the care of Bosch. Bosch Engineering was doing some testing on these two cars. There was a wide-body Z06 version and then the narrow-body Stingray. The report was that they caught the wide-body Z06 driving on the roads, but the Stingray was parked, and they actually got pictures of it from the inside. It was a right-hand drive model, actually. Ooh. Then later on, pictures Showed the car on fire. They had reported that there was some oil leaking. That they had seen some smoke while the car was driving. And then a next video shows the rear end of the car where the engine is completely engulfed in flames. The car burnt to the ground. The only thing left was a alloy rim. You know, one of the Stingray silver alloy rims. Everybody was thinking, "Oh gosh, E Ray burned down." Chevy says it's not an E-Ray. I think they're very sensitive to the fact that they don't want these cars to catch dispersions on EVs or battery fires and bad press and stuff like that. I think they were very quick. They knew that it's not an E-Ray. They probably came right out and told us that.
1: Well, that's good to hear, though.
2: These cars do face a hard testing life. And some of them are just brutally beat upon. Components are constantly switched out and changed and updated. Repairs are made. These are pre-production cars. So stuff happens to them. Yeah. They tend to live a really hard life and then they're crushed at the end. So <laughs>
1: It's not even fair, is it, Keith? It's, it's not. <laughs> the sad life of a pre-production Corvette. There you go. Keith, let's bring in our Corvette insider, Manny Katakas from Muscle Cars and Trucks. Manny, you've got some insider information for us today, don't you?
5: Yeah, you can say that.
1: (laughs) Go ahead and dive right into it.
2: There was a report that came out, I guess, in Automotive News about a week ago that sort of sets the stage for what Chevrolet is going to be doing, specifically related to EVs and the Corvette brand. I was kind of shocked, Manny. I'm hoping you can fill us in on
5: it. Sure. So Automotive News just did their GM Future Product Pipeline, and you had a couple magazines that also kind of herited this this similar information. I'm not going to name names, but it starts with Troderman. And they basically went out and said, like, oh, there's an electric vehicle coming, and then there's speculation that it'll be a Camaro sedan and this and that. Well, I looked into it, and basically what's happening is someone crosswired some details. The Camaro is still going away after 2024 model year. An electric Camaro, an electric Camaro sedan, electric Camaro station wagon, electric Camaro minivan, whatever you want to speculate is, is just not really solidified yet. Nothing like that is approved. What is the case, however, is that General Motors will be pursuing the electric performance sedan segment with a Corvette vet. I realize that that's kind of earth-shattering news to people who only think about the Corvette as a two-door performance coupe, let alone a gas-powered two-door performance coupe. So here you have something with four doors, no engine, and it's designed to go after a completely different customer, a completely different segment, specifically the Porsche Taycan customer, which I believe the Taycan costs just south of 90 grand or so. So that's definitely like within the ballpark of a Corvette budget. And you could probably just on the price point understand and why Chevy went with Corvette instead of Camaro it's coming in 2025 and a lot of people were speculating that that was when the Corvette SUV was going to come and yes there's also a Corvette SUV on the way but the Corvette SUV is actually getting punted for a couple of years the way I understand it or the way at least it like reads out to me is that because Chevrolet is only recently launching or is going to launch soon the Chevrolet Blazer EVSS which has almost 560 horsepower or so basically a performance SUV in its own right it made little sense to suddenly throw a Corvette SUV out there right on top of it so soon after. With this strategy, it allows a bit of breathing room for the Blazer, and it allows the Corvette also to go into a completely new entry segment. For a lot of people, it makes sense. I understand for the purists, it's a blasphemy. I've seen some comments saying that GM is prostituting the Corvette brand. I don't really think that that's the case. I think that when you look at Porsche's success and how much better of a brand Porsche is because of its SUVs and because of its Increase in sales and profit margins. We wouldn't have had supercars like the 918, for example, if Porsche didn't sell enough Cayennes or Macans. So to me, it's just purely on a business case. We could see a lot cooler Corvettes because we have a Corvette sedan and because we have a Corvette SUV. Now the folks at Wall Street talk about the Corvette brand as a whole. Specifically, this is the Morgan Stanley analyst Adam Jonas, who I've kind of been a follower of his for a couple of years. I listened to. Him ask questions to executives during quarterly earnings calls and stuff like that. And the guy kind of has like a pretty clever mind. He's got an imagination and he estimates that the Corvette brand could be a $12 billion idea. Maybe we can adjust that for inflation and then it could be even more. So it just makes sense, I think, for GM to tap into that brand a bit more, hopefully replicate the success that Porsche had with expanding its brand beyond the 9 11 and the Boxer because it's just been a radical hit for Porsche and Corvette has. Has all of that cachet that can make that happen as well. If this is gonna be the first EV sedan for Chevrolet, that I don't know. It's obviously coming pretty soon, 2025. So you're only looking at three years. I understand that Chevy's otherwise putting a lot of EV eggs in the SUV basket. In other words, I don't think that there's going to be an immediate electric Malibu or an electric Impala or electric Cruze, for example. You're just going to see electric SUVs first, right? Like you've got Equinox coming after Blazer. Yeah, maybe it is the first electric sedan that's going to be in Chevy showrooms. This low roof, Bev 3 architecture, as it's known internally at GM, and outwardly, they're just calling it the Altium platform, which is kind of this ubiquitous term that they're throwing around from everything from like, the Cadillac Lyric to the Hummer EV. But that's just the battery technology. So the platform low-roof Bev3 is also going to underpin more or less the Cadillac Lyric from what I understand it. GM has teased this low-roof architecture in slides and in videos and things like that. And this is the first time, I think, with the Cadillac Celestic that we're going to see this low-roof architecture. So like just to get a sense of the scale and proportions of it. I don't imagine the Corvette sedan to be the size of an opulent $300,000 Cadillac flagship sedan, but it could be close. The Titan isn't exactly small. The Panamera isn't exactly small. But if that's what Corvette is targeting, then I imagine it's got to be proportionate and hopefully they can keep the weight down. We know how heavy electric vehicles are. Interesting. What else have you got for us, Manny? What else have I got? Well, as far as the Corvette SUV goes, that comes faster. And I honestly was sitting on this news. I didn't really want to write about it. But when I saw everyone sort of parroting that it was going to be a Camaro and this and that, I'm like, okay, we got to clear the air here. I do tend to sit on some details like that. For Corvette, otherwise, I'm just waiting in the wing for Z06. I hear that media drive program is in the next month or two. I personally don't expect to get invited because I write too much stuff about the Corvette details before anyone <laughs> wants me to know. But, hey, I'd be on the lookout for that pretty soon.
1: That sounds good. Yeah, that's good news. Manny, thanks for being back on Corvette today. Whenever you've got some more stuff, be sure to let us know, okay?
5: Yep. Steve, Keith, thank you.
1: Thanks, Manny. Guys, let's take our final break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the lighter side of Corvette here on Corvette Today.
4: Are you ready for a better insurance policy without the Corvette tax? With agreed value protection, the value of your collector vehicle will never change. Plus, you'll save money. Get a quick quote at ncminsurance.com. American Hydrocarbon is your one-stop shop for custom interior,
3: exterior, and engine bay items for your C4 through C8 Corvette. We can help you create a custom look for your Corvette with carbon fiber or 10 different color patterns and styles. Whether it's a custom-made engine cover for your new C8 mid-engine Corvette or custom-made C4 interior upgrades, American Hydrocarbon can help you transform your Corvette into a best-in-class show car. And now we're proud to announce that we can produce and distribute officially licensed GM products for the C8 Corvette. That includes the front splitter, side skirts, engine appearance panels, and engine fluid caps. Plus, we now also carry the C8 Speedline side skirts along with the engine appearance package and highway. Our products have been featured in Vet and Corvette magazines. Give us a call, 813-476-5638. Visit our updated website at AmericanHydrocarbon.com or email us at pat at AmericanHydrocarbon.com. Let us help you make your Corvette the car you've always wanted it to be. American
1: Hydrocarbon. Thank <laughs> you.
0: state of kansas
1: mid-american motorworks has been the industry leader and aftermarket supplier and manufacturer of corvette replacement parts and accessories since 1974 we have what you need for all years and generations of corvette whether you need a door panel or seat cover for your c1 corvette or the latest shirt jacket hat or lifestyle accessory to complement your new c8 you can get it at mid-american motorworks so if you're restoring repairing replacing or simply researching your corvette Mid-America Motorworks is the place to go. Visit our website at mamotorworks.com and shop Corvettes by generation or specific year. Or call us Monday through Saturday, toll-free at 800-500-1500 and talk to one of our Corvette experts to help you get the right part or accessory. Pursue your passion with Mid-America Motorworks. This is the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks once again for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette, brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit WheelCraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit WheelCraft.com or call them at 833-840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. We keep you current and up-to-date on what's happening in the world of Corvette. In this third and final segment, we're going to talk about the life side of Corvette, some of the et cetera stuff. Keith, we had a great big Mecham auction in Orlando. Tell me about the biggest Corvette sales from that show. Sure. Well, this is an interesting event because they do a
2: blowout in Florida, in Kissimmee at the beginning of every year. So January, you know, they'll be there for 10 days, blow out all these cars. We had a couple million dollar cars in January, I believe. This one, they call it their summer special. It kind of came about during COVID because Florida was open for business and they could hold an auction here. So they started these extra auctions, I guess, in Florida in Orlando at the convention center. This was a good one. 118 Corvettes were offered. There were some show cars, some resto mods. We didn't see humongous pricing. We didn't see any seven-figure Corvettes, but there were still some really strong sellers. Again, it's the resto mods, the C8s, and the mid years that continue to dominate auctions. The top three at the Orlando Summer Special: a '63 resto mod sold for 308,000, and then a '61 resto mod sold for 209,000, and then in third was a gray C8R edition convertible, and that sold for $150,000. 51. Those C8R editions, they're holding their value pretty well. We see them selling consistently for 120 to 160 or so. This is one of the higher ones at 150. Of course, we've seen them higher. We've actually seen one, I think earlier, at Garrett Jackson this year sell for 300,000. That's I think outside the norm. You can get 150 for a C8R. You're in business, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Definitely.
1: And also, I saw this and I thought it was really interesting. There was a price comparison for the C8Z06 compared with other Z06s in previous generations.
2: Yeah, so our, our writer Alex Summers, really dove into the numbers here. What he did was he looked at the base price and then the Z06 price for each of the generations where they've been both, so C5 through C8. And then also he compared the Z06's prices for the new ones to the previous ones. Essentially, the C8 Z06 base price at 106000 it's 65% more than the base Stingray price at 64000 and it also represents a 34.7% increase over the C7s. Z06 price. Those are your, kind of your baseline prices. Over the four generations that featured a Z06, the C8 Z06 base price represents that largest gap. So we've never seen a gap between the base and the Z06 like we've seen with this C8 car. But the C6 had the highest price increase when compared to its previous generation. Huh. So the C6Z when compared to the C5 Z06 was almost 37% more. We're only about 34% more with our car, the C8 Z06 versus the C7 Z06. What Alex really found was those changes are fairly straightforward until you get to this year. And the main difference is the inflation rate. During the C5 era, the inflation rate was a 3.36%. C6, it was 3.23%. And then in C7, it was only 0.12%. For the C8, it's over 9%. And some are saying over 10%. So that's really where a lot of your driver these pricing increases is from, is basically inflation. One thing that you can't hide in all this is that the standard Corvette Stingray is just an unbeatable value at 64000 When you put the Z06 next to it, you really see how much that Stingray shines. So for the people out there saying that Chevrolet should still be making $60,000 Corvettes, well, they do. And I've always said this with the people that are complaining about some of the pricing of the Z06s, is go back in time, 1969, look at the ZL1 represented some of the peak performance of the time. It was double the cost of the car. And we look at the ZR1s from the C4 era. When you check that box for an LT5, you have essentially doubled the price of your car. So we've seen this before for unique engines that are higher than the norm. You can always just get a regular car and you'd be very happy in a regular car. But if you want to play with these exotics, then you're going to pay for it. That's the case here. So great analysis by Alex on this. It kind of helps put a little bit into perspective everything that's going on.
1: Alex, well done, young man. Keep up the good work. Also, Keith, we saw Hendrick Chevrolet in Hoover, Alabama, honoring veterans with a Vets for Vets partnership.
2: Yeah, this is a good story every year that's for vets and it's vets as in v-e-t-t-e the corvettes for vets veterans so every year they rent out talladega super speedway on memorial day weekend and drivers can pay a hundred dollars for five laps around the track and so they put a pace car in the front they put a chase truck in the back and then you've got basically 15 cars that'll end up being spread out around the super speedway and we're hearing there's three digit speeds happening as the norm and some of them get up there pretty good it's a really fun day at the track. That money that you spend all goes towards veterans. What happens is that Hendrick Chevrolet actually pays $11,000 for that one-day rental. So they chip in, and then the group, they raise all kinds of money, and then they work with other veterans groups. They do grants and donations directly to help veterans in need, and it's a really neat organization. In fact, the guy that is now running both of these organizations, the Vets for Vets and the Hendrick Corvette department, is Gary Nelson, who's also a Vietnam veteran. So really understand what veterans need and want. The Hoover store for Hendrick, they're selling Corvettes at MSRP with no markups, but they do only really cater towards the 150 mile radius around the store. Great people there doing great work for our veterans. Would really like to get up there someday and do that. That sounds like a lot of fun running 100 miles an hour on Talladega.
1: I'd love to do it. What a great feel-good story. I was also really excited to see that Lingenfelter is introducing a high-performance cold air intake for the C8 with Halltech systems.
2: Yeah, they call this the Hornet Cold Air Intake. It costs seven ninety five and it's a box and then it's got the Blue Bee filter inside it. The Lincoln Felder says it adds around 17 horsepower, so if you've got your LT2 with the performance exhaust on it, you should see about a 17 horsepower gain upwards about 512 horsepower for this, and it's $795 to purchase. There's a couple different little power adders that you can add. These things are starting to add. Lincoln you know, Lincolnfelder also had that carbon intake manifold that also added like 25. Slowly, that for 25 horsepower, you add this for 17, and next thing you know, you're at 550. 560 you getting up there with doing some other changes there's some little bolt-on stuff that's starting to happen for the stingray and it's good to see because it's not a lot of money and yet you feel that and the people that have added some of these performance filters to the car say they can tell the difference there's just a little bit more of a pep to the car so good stuff from our friends at lingenfelder and we are
1: hoping to see some more absolutely right also we saw the first 35th anniversary callaway c8 and that arrived at sioka chevrolet
2: Yeah, so Callaway is celebrating 35 years of the B2K RPO. So in 1987, Chevrolet started offering B2K, which was Callaway's twin turbo system. They sold, I think, a little over 500 of those over the course of the next three years or so. Of course, then the ZR1 came out, so B2K kind of went away. But we've had Callaway's in the ordering process for Corvettes for the last three and a half decades now. And so they're coming back now, they're celebrating their 35th anniversary with a specially designed named C8 Corvette. These have custom arrow designed by Paul Deutschman, who also did the sledgehammer. He's done all of Callaway cars, but most notably the sledgehammer. The car also has lightweight nine-spoke wheels. You've got interior flourishes and logos and floor mats. And then also the double D exhaust. That was pretty cool to hear. We heard the double D exhaust being revved on a couple videos as these cars were delivered to Sioka. They got two of them. They got a hypersonic gray and then a ceramic matrix gray. Ooh. The ceramic matrix gray is actually available for sale, so 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 if there's somebody interested there, call Sioka in Atlantic City and say, Corvette Blogger and the Corvette Today podcast, you heard all about this Callaway and you want it. There's a great opportunity to be in a really
1: special car just in time for Carlisle. Absolutely right. That would be so much fun to have. I love that ceramic matrix gray. I might have to give Dave Salvatore a call. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Also, our final story, Keith, a Porsche Cayman GT4 was chasing a C8 Stingray around the Nürburgring. How did that go?
2: This ended up being one of my favorite stories for the week. I found this, I think maybe it was a Friday night. These two cars are going on the track. Here's a C8 Stingray driving onto the Nürburgring. Right behind it was a Porsche. The guy in the Porsche had an excellent telemetry setup so you could see how fast he was going. You could see the braking and stuff like that. So you knew where they were on the track, what kind of speeds they were doing. Mm -hmm. The Corvette driver basically could drive. He did fantastic. You know, there was a lot of traffic they had to get around. There was the cornering and stuff like that. And at one point, driver's etiquette, you've got this car right on you this whole time. So you throw your Flashers on, you pull over to the side. And when the Corvette did that, the driver of the Porsche is going, no, 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 keep going, keep going. He was waving his hands, to keep going, keep going. So he did. It was just a really fun drive. If you haven't seen this video yet, yeah, go check that out at Corvette Blogger. Two great drivers enjoying a fantastic day at the track. Good stuff there. The Corvette just did fantastic. My favorite view is as you're in the cockpit of the Porsche and you follow the car around the carousel, that famous curve on the Nürburgring. And it's, it's just a cool video. So definitely go check that out if you haven't seen it.
1: That was really cool. And I loved it because the Corvette team benchmarked the Porsche when they built the C8. So I thought it was really appropriate that the Porsche was chasing the Stingray around the track.
2: There's all kinds of different cars out there you can compete against, but Porsche and Corvette, that's just like the perfect combination in my book. Absolutely right.
1: Well, buddy, thank you so much. I love having you on Corvette today. We will talk to you again in two weeks yeah looking forward to this of course i
2: think two weeks we're going to be talking just as carlisle week is happening we're both going to be up there for carlisle so if you haven't booked your plans for that trip yet that's really a bucket list item there for any corvette fan
1: and steve you're giving some seminars again this year is that correct yes sir i'm going to be doing two seminars again on the corvette today show so make plans to join me for one or both
2: yeah you know i'll be there so that'll be fun Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. You can see all these stories that we talked about at corvetteblogger.com. Don't forget to visit our friends at musclecarsandtrucks.com.
1: You see each other on the road. Keep waving thanks for listening to corvette today and please be sure to tell your family friends and other corvette enthusiasts about the corvette today podcast and thanks to our sponsors wheelcraft want to dress up your corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced pvd chrome finishing they can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models and it comes with a five-year warranty visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334 american hydrocarbon at american hydrocarbon Dot com True Wealth and Company at retirewithtrue.com. Also, Aerolari Wheels get one hundred dollars off your purchase with the new promo code CT111 at aerolari.com. Met America Motorworks at mamotorworks.com, and Hendrick Chevrolet in Kansas City at chevyusa.com.
0: You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today. You can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.